Hi. Welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul. Today, I've got Tony Parto. He's executive business manager over at Maxim Integrated, uh, which is a lot of things I imagine, Tony. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Alex. Glad to be here. Well, I mean, I say a lot of things because of your time. We were going to, today we were going to talk in specific about industrial automation, if that's all right for you, because as it is, that's a big enough topic. And if we went too much far afield, it would take us forever to just get through the introduction, much less the podcast itself. Absolutely, Alex. That's my favorite topic, factory automation. That's what I'm here to talk about today. Well, and, and, and it's really going through a renaissance. I mean... There have been industrial robots on assembly lines since I was born in 61. And yet, in the last few years, the pace of development has almost gone exponential. Alex, you're absolutely right. Just like with everything in electronics, the advances have been exponential, especially over the last few years. And uh, there's been many challenges in the space of factory automation uh, that has been tackled effectively with modern electronics, and specifically integrated circuits. So a lot of times when you talk about uh, miniaturization, you kind of think about your cell phones, you know, things that you can put on your pocket and, and take with you. On the other hand, that revolution has actually entered the factory automation space as well. So we're seeing a, a huge migration from centralized large equipment that were in one cabinet, used to be in one cabinet, now it's more of a distributed uh, setup uh, today. And, uh, and the main objective of that has been to increase factory throughput by moving the controllers closer to the equipment that they're controlling. You can actually increase speed and factory throughput. So, so you're absolutely right, there's been a, really a revolution going on and there's been orders of magnitude of, uh, of improvement uh, over the last few years and, and what can be done and what can be accomplished. Right. Now, and, and specifically addressing that, I mean, obviously, uh, Maxim Integrated makes lots of integrating systems, but in this specific case, um, I understand you've got something new that you wanted to talk to us about. Yeah, yeah, I, I sure do, Alex, actually. So the device I'd like to talk to you guys about is called the Max 14900E. This is an octal high side switch and it's been specifically designed to, to tackle the many challenges uh, that are being faced today by factory automation equipment makers. Uh, specifically PLCs, these are programmable logic controllers. They typically accept some inputs from some sensors or switches on a, uh, a factory floor. They process that uh, through a central controller and then make some decisions based on that information. And then they actuate uh, a device, like an actuator, a relay, a turn on, a, turning on a motor, turning on a lamp. And that's basically done through what we call a high side switch or a digital output device alternatively, uh, which is what the Max 14900E is. Got it, got it. Now, obviously, no good tool has only one benefit. What are some of the peripheral benefits of using this device? Sure, you're absolutely right. So we're actually, like I said, we're tackling many, many challenges that are faced by these equipment makers. So number one is, is the challenge of space. As I mentioned before, we're moving away from the uh, centralized, you know, big cabinet type of setup to, to more smaller uh, localized control uh, equipment, which are mounted directly on the machines. And so as such, the Max 14900E has actually been packaged in one of the smallest packages uh, compared to some of its competitors. It goes into a 7x7 QFN package, 
uh, as opposed to some of the power SO packages that some of the competitors use. So this allows to basically save some space and footprint on your PCB and to pack in more and a smaller amount of space. Uh, number one. Number two has been a reduction in power dissipation. As you reduce space, so it's not just the footprint that matters. All these electronics, as you could imagine, Alex, they generate a lot of heat as they dissipate power. Mm -hmm. They generate a lot of heat. And so as you make these devices more and more compact and smaller, you move them closer to the uh, equipment that they control. But the challenge is how do you keep them cool enough? You, you're packing so much electronics into such a small space, into such a small box. And one of the things that, that uh, some of you may not be aware of is the fact that it is not desirable to have any type of cooling uh, mechanism on a factory floor. The reason is, uh, you know, cooling is usually achieved via a fan, which is a mechanical uh, mm -hmm. object that can fail. You know, you, you have a fan that fails, you've got to send technicians on the floor to fix it. It's expensive. You've got downtime associated with that. And number two, typically you're, you're talking about environments that are relatively dirty, so to speak, if you know what I mean, on a factory floor. It's not necessarily right. a clean room or the cleanest environment, which uh, contributes to, to uh, fans clogging up. And so all of these boxes have to basically operate with all those electronics packed in without any type of cooling. And so that becomes challenging. So any, any device, any integrated device that we develop these days for the industrial automation market, we have to put a specific effort into minimizing and reducing the power dissipation and therefore minimizing the heat dissipation associated with that. So the MAX 14900E achieves that perfectly by reducing the R-on resistance of those eight switches that we mentioned that are on board. And it has basically best-in-class performance from a switch or on standpoint. And that minimizes the heat dissipation in the, uh, in the end equipment or in the system. Right. And when, what I'm fond of saying is power management is thermal management. You really have to pay attention to that in a system. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's exactly the case. And, and furthermore, another thing that we're uh, seeing in uh, a trend that we're seeing in factory automation is increased throughput. And that basically just simply translates to, to your final productivity on the factory floor. How fast can you process things? How, can, how fast can you detect electronic signals from the sensors, make a decision, and then do whatever it needs you need to do, turn on a motor or, or let's say put a cap on a bottle? And uh, <clears throat> so one of the things that we've built into this device particularly is, is high speed. And in fact, this device achieves up to 70 times faster speed than some of the competitors on the market today. At a minimum, it provides a 10x improvement over the best that's out there today. So, so we've noticed all these different trends that the equipment makers are, are tackling today, and we've basically fine-tuned this device to address all of them. Got it, got it. Now, one of the questions I am always uh, fond of asking is, what kind of support do you offer the designer in integrating this into their systems? Because obviously the best tool is not going to work for you if you don't optimize its installation. Sure, sure. You're absolutely right, and especially when you get to these industrial devices. There are certain challenges, actually, in, in making these ICs work because, as I mentioned before, these are, these are harsh environments. They're also very harsh environments from, uh, from just an electrical noise standpoint. You've got so many things going on on the factory floor, so many pieces of equipment turning on and off, motors turning on and off, all this stuff generating a lot of noise. So that translates to two key requirements. One uh, is to make your products robust, and that's one of the things we've done in the Max 14900E. It has a lot of robustness built in. And second is to have a good idea of how to actually incorporate this in a real application, so basically an application circuit. And if you look at the data sheet for the MAX14900E, we show you actually how you can take this one integrated device 
and make a full system out of it. And in addition, in the future, we'll be continuing in that, uh, in that trend is that we will be uh, <clears throat> offering additional application nodes that could help uh, people uh, know exactly how to use this in, uh, in a real system, how to design it into a real system. Impressed with the companies that are moving the ball forward because today's engineers, they're so pressed for solutions and they're so pressed for ways to get these solutions implemented, I'm always glad when a company helps move that ball forward, and I think these devices are really a great step in the right direction. Thank you, Alex. I agree with you 100%. So we're definitely there to, to help system designers tackle their challenges effectively. Beautiful. Now, Tony, before I let you go, it's something I always do. I give all of my guests the chance to have the last word in my podcast. It could be a little bit more about the product or something about the market space or just a tip for the audience, but the floor is yours. Thank you, Alex. So last thing I just wanted to add, we haven't touched upon this a lot, is that one of the trends that we also see in this particular application space is, um, is that people are, are wanting to increase factory uptime. And what, what does that mean? That means you know, it's generally very expensive to, to send a human being, a technician, to go out and diagnose things when things go wrong, when something is not working, piece of equipment is not working. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so it's important to, to try to minimize the occurrences of those as well as any, any time spent on, on such an event. And so we do that by, by building in various types of diagnost diagnostic capability onto the 14900E. Uh, these are such as line break detect, which is a, a very nifty uh, type of diagnostics. So, for example, if the, uh, the, the line between the connection between an output and the load that it's driving actually gets broken, the device will actually alert you to that by raising a flag. So we think this is a very nifty feature that will uh, basically play into that scheme of, of uh, <clears throat> increasing your factory uptime and reducing maintenance. So once, once you see this uh, flag raised or this bit uh, set, then you know that one of your lines has become disconnected and you know exactly what you need to do. So you don't have to spend a lot of time looking for, you know, what's going on, why is my system not working, the diagnostics is already basically done for you, you just need to correct it. Got it, got it. Well, because <clears throat> being able to black box problems and disaster recovery management, that's critical within an industrial application because as you pointed out earlier in our conversation, every bit of downtime is money lost. These guys and gals out there are trying to optimize everything and having to wait around for a system to be fixed or trying to troubleshoot it to figure out what the hell went wrong with it in the first place is sometimes a make or break. Uh, absolutely. This is really truly a 24-7 environment, so you cannot afford to lose a minute <laughs> due to downtime. There you go. So, hey, Tony, where can they go to get more information about the uh, product series, about the space? Uh, right to the home page? Is there a drill-down page? Where, where can they find out more information? Yeah, so they can certainly go down to our home page and search for the 14900E, but we've made it even a little bit uh, easier than that. So we do have a page on our website dedicated to the various types of digital I.O. solutions for, uh, for these industrial types of products. Uh, for industrial automation applications, and that's www.maximintegrated.com slash digital IO. Great. Well, hey, Tony, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. It's really, as I said earlier, it's important to 
take advantage of all of the new tools and new solutions that are out there to help move this ball forward and get this big, complicated mess that is industrial automation uh, to the next generation of product and services, definitely. So thank you so much for taking the time to come by today and talk about that. Thank you, Alex, for having me. I appreciate it. The pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day.